How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ron Syrak joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And Ron is a contributor on Golf Channel, an author, and a PGA Lifetime Achievement and Journalism Award winner, an LPGA Media Excellence Award winner. Ron, always good to visit with you. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, good to visit with you a week from tomorrow. The Open uh, at St. Andrews, the 150th, and you've had a chance to cross the pond and cover Opens at St. Andrews. Yeah, I've done the men four times there and the women twice there. It's, uh, it's, it's truly a special, special place. Uh, you feel the history when you're there, and, and it, it's a golf course where, and it's going to be interesting to see, um, when the wind's not blowing, there are probably six drivable par fours in that golf course now. But it's the kind of golf course where, uh, and I saw Rory McIlroy do this, you could shoot 63 one day, and then the wind blows the next day, and you shoot 81. So it's always fun to watch how, how nature plays a role in that event. And, and there has been a fair amount of hand-wringing about the weather and hoping that there is weather, whether it's wind or rain or cold or a combo of those, to protect the golf course because we know over the years uh, the clubs have changed and the golf ball has changed. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I think is pretty cool about the RNA, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club, is if somebody goes 17, 18 under because it was benign weather, they don't go crazy over that. They just say, well, that's it. You know, if the weather, if the wind blows next year, they'll should even Paro win the tournament. Um, you know, the greens, and it's one of the things I like about about British Open golf in general is uh, the greens don't putt at crazy speeds like they do for U.S. Open uh, because of the way the wind blows there. You know, and I, I've been at British Opens where play has been stopped because the wind was blowing so hard the balls wouldn't stand still on the greens. But, you know, you get a U.S. Open, the greens might putt 13, 13 and a half on a stimp. And they're going to putt more like 10 at a British Open. And it makes it fun because more putts can go in the hole. Yeah, and it, it, it's a completely different kind of golf that generally we see here in the States. There, there are some some courses that maybe mimic open golf that uh, people will see on television every now and then. But but it is unique the the, the way it is played in an open championship. Yeah, you know, when Ernie Els first came over and started playing in the States and, you know, he had cut his teeth on the European tour, he said, you know, in the States you need one shot, the high shot with spin. Well, the high shot with spin doesn't do you any good at all in in Britain because if the wind's blowing, you don't want to hit it high. 
And, uh, um, you know, so the, the um, uh, approach shots the, the is played more of a, a ground game. You know, the shots, you're going to see a lot of bump and runs. You, you see people putting from maybe 20, 30 yards off the greens there. It, it's a very, very different style of, of golfing. And you can't just step on the tee and play bomb and gouge golf. You can't hit the ball 340, hope you find it, and hit it again. You got because of the pot bunkers. You got to know where all the bunkers are. You got to know your layup yardages. And uh, I, I think, by and large, British Open courses have held up well against modern technology because of the weather and because of the links land there. Uh, because uh, it takes the driver out of the long hitter's hands on a lot of holes. So St Andrews front and center. Uh, next week, uh, always look forward to it. Uh, and what's great, most can get up uh, and catch a little golf before they head off to work uh, on television. So it is a fun event. Tiger Woods will play. That That's certainly a headline. And there's been a lot of talk since Tiger's accident, and he ultimately came back and found a way to make the cut at the Masters. Uh, skipped uh, or played the PGA, didn't play very well, skipped the U.S. Open, and now he's going to tee it up at the Open Championship next week. And the thought is, is that as Tiger gets older, that this is probably his best chance to add to his major total. Yeah, there's a couple reasons. It's 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 uh, um, not that difficult of a golf course to walk. Not a lot of elevation changes there. Um, uh, for reasons that I said before, the driver's not all that important of a golf club. He can hit that stinger two iron off the tee and, 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 and play his way around the course that way. And, uh, um, he, he knows the golf course very, very well. Also, he, uh, he, he's played it uh, a bunch of times and he's won there twice. Uh, so he's, he's got, he's got good feelings to tie into there. Uh, it is a golf course that, um, um, with, will get his adrenaline going but it's also going to be the kind of golf course that's going to be accessible to where his game is right now. Um, you know, I think if he played Brookline for the U.S. Open and he was hitting the ball into some of that fescue there, he'd have had trouble. But I, I think he can keep the ball in play at St. Andrews. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that he's going to be on the leaderboard on Sunday, but I expect him to get to the weekend. Yeah, and I, I should bring up uh, the U.S. Open that was uh, in your backyard, so to speak, at the Country Club in Brookline, and uh, the course uh, stood up well. There were a lot of people saying, get the Country Club on a regular rotation. I'm not sure the members want that, but uh, <laughs> uh, it held up very well. It, it was a great U.S. Open. It was a terrific U.S. Open, and, and, and I, think the, uh, uh, I think the members who have resisted uh, um, you know, having it come back, uh, I'm, I did the first U.S. Open I did, 1988, was there, Curtis Strange, Nick Faldo playoff. And, and uh, the members didn't want it to come back, mostly because in the 99 Ryder Cup there, they let too many people, spectators on the golf course. They had 40,000 people there. It's an old, an old footprint, that golf course. Not a lot of land. It was too jammed in. So they held the, the attendance down this time. And I think that pleased the members. That, that uh, I think that was 25,000 they capped it at. So you could work your way around, and the members were thrilled at how how well received the golf course was by not only the players but the uh, viewing public. Yeah, and it, it, it's probably a course I'll never be invited to play. Uh, but the good <laughs> news is, um, if I want to shell out the money, I could get on at St Andrews. So there's that. 
Yeah, you know, to me, that's one of the cool things about all, about the great golf courses in Britain is that uh, you can get on to almost all of them. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I do like that. And now, now Pebble Beach as well, if you're willing to shell out the money, you can, can play Pebble Beach. Some of the uh, private clubs are a little bit more limited. But uh, just a final thought on the country club in Brookline. Is there a thought? Because I know the USGA is handing out championships well down the road. Are, are they in the mix for a future U.S. Open? I don't think they have a date penciled in yet, but okay. uh, um, yeah, but they uh, are going to be. I, I would imagine that they will be in there. Uh, look, the USGA is setting up a rota much like the British Open has. You know, the rota's got about a half dozen golf courses that they circulate through, and we're seeing right now the USGA is in love with Pebble Beach on the West Coast. They're in love with Oakmont. Um, they like Shinnecock. Uh, you know, th- there there are places that they're they are going to go to uh, regularly and. I don't think that um, that Brookline will be some a place that they're going to go to every six or seven years, but I, I think that we're not going to have to wait uh, a couple of decades to get back there. Next week will be the second major where uh, Liv meets the PGA Tour and and other stars from the world of golf, and this isn't going away anytime soon. Uh, there are a lot of raised eyebrows. One of the defectors from the PGA Tour, Taylor Gooch, said some things about live golf so far that, that raised some eyebrows, Ron. Yeah, he said that uh, <laughs> I guess he was on the winning team in, in, in the, the team event and the second event in Portland, and he said, I've never been to a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup, but I can't imagine it's any better than this. <laughs> I, I couldn't go let him get away with that. I sort of tweeted out, well, I, I've been to 11 Ryder Cups, you know. And, and, and I said, and, uh, I, and you need a better imagination because <laughs> it's nothing like this. So well, I, I, I'm fascinated at how personally players are taking it now. We saw Billy Horschel this week at, at the, uh, in the uh, prelude to the Scottish Open this week. Um, just call the players who've gone to live golf hypocrites. And what he wants them to say, and I sort of agree with him on this, is just say it's about the money. That's why you're doing it. You're doing it for the, the guaranteed money. And, uh, yeah, and Graham McDowell, uh, Ron, um, yeah. basically alluded to the fact that, hey, the PGA Tour is hard. You know, I, I'm at a point in my career where I've paid my dues. I've won golf tournaments. He's got a major on his resume. And week in and week out on the PGA Tour, it's hard to win the Quad Cities Open. It's hard to win the 3M Open at the TPC of the Twin Cities coming up later this month. It is hard. It is very difficult because the fields are so deep. Yeah, you know, and uh, um, um, you go over and you play a live event, and in addition to whatever appearance money you might be getting, last place is $120,000. So, you know, I mean, you could, uh, I think I wrote Andy Ogletree, who finished last in the first event, shot rounds of 81, 77, 75. The guy could play all eight live events this year, never break 75, and make $960,000. And that just, you know, to me, I don't see how that um, grows the game of golf, you know. I mean, it doesn't grow anything except the um, um, the checkbooks of the, the guys who are playing in it. Yeah, and if, and if everyone just came out and said, yeah, it is about the money, if they just said, hey, I, I'm here for the money and the guarantees, and, and I'm good with it. Now they will appear, and it, and it will be a sidebar. But I, I think we found at the U.S. Open that there were some stories about how the Live guys fared compared to the PGA Tour guys, etc. But 
when the tournament starts, it is about the oldest championship in golf next Thursday. Yeah, you know, um, this week at the uh, at the at the Scottish Open, they uh, um, they they first tried to ban the live players from the Scottish Open, and then uh, a court issued a temporary injunction, so they're there. But what they've done at Live is is the the tournament director essentially paired all the Live players together, you know, which was sort of a a little backhanded slap at them. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going to see some of we're going to see some of that, but. Well, when you get right down to it, it's it's a it's the oldest golf tournament in the world played on the oldest golf course in the world. You know, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than the Open Championship at St Andrews, and that's what everybody's going to be talking about next week. You've covered the men and women at St Andrews. Have you had a chance to play there? I have. I played it three times, and oh, wow. uh, uh, in fact. In fact, uh, in 2013, uh, the men were playing at uh, Muirfield, and, and then there was a week in between, and then the women were playing at St. Andrews. So I went over and I told my boss, I'll cover the men at Muirfield, I'll cover the women at St. Andrews, I'm going to take that week in between as vacation. So I just checked in the Scores Hotel for 15 days, and uh, I played the old course. Uh, I mentioned that I was coming over, and uh, a member of the St. Andrews Golf Club on Twitter says, do you want to play? And I said, you know, you get a tea time and I'm picking up dinner, you know, for us. Sure. Absolutely. So that was one of the rounds I got. I, I, I loved it. I, I love Lynx golf. I, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania on a public golf course, didn't have watered fairways. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm started playing golf in the late fifties, early sixties. Uh, and I learned golf in a very linksy sort of way. You know, I learned to hit the ball low. I learned to play my short game on the ground, bumping runs with eight irons. So it was fun for me to go there and play that kind of golf. Oh, yeah, look forward to it. Uh, the British Open starts next Thursday at uh, St. Andrews. Ron, always good to visit with you, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Talk to you down the road, my friend. All right, there he is, Ron Syrak, uh, contributor to Golf Channel. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.